This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome, everybody, to your AEW Dynamite review for September 1st, 2021. This is it is a Dynamite go-home show before All Out, although we do have Rampage left uh, before the pay-per-view, but this is the final Dynamite before All Out. And uh, as we all know, you know, go-home shows can have a lot packed in uh, to get you hyped for that pay-per-view, and this one absolutely it got me hyped for the pay-per-view. I was already hyped. I was already excited, but this this I think did a good job of getting us excited. So, uh, but before we get too excited, uh, let's remind everybody to uh, check out all of our content that comes out each week: our Dynamite reviews, Rampage reviews, topic discussions, Q and As, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Speaking of which, don't forget to check out our preview prediction show for All Out, which should be out this Saturday. So keep an eye out for that. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast or wherever you listen to our podcast app. All right. So, Sarah, mm-hmm. you ready to talk some dynamite? Let's do this. Yes, let's go. All right. They started this show off like they meant business when they started the show so off happy. because, yes, <laughs> it kicked off with literally a blood feud match uh, oh. because we've seen blood uh, accidentally. That uh, was pretty gruesome. Uh, and the, the first matchup between them uh, several weeks ago. And this yes. is uh, Santana and Ortiz, proud and powerful, versus FTR, Dax and Cash of the of the Pinnacle. So, again, this is an inner circle Pinnacle matchup, but really that was never mentioned. It, it was just no, about these tag, tag Yeah. Not, yeah, not, not about the, uh, you know, it all started really between the two teams with the faction feud, mm-hmm. but it's really not. It's about, it's a personal deal between the two teams. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was cool how FTR was paying, paying their respects to Bobby Eaton with the house, yeah. with their attire. And then um, thought that was, that was a great touch. Uh, also proud and powerful coming out with their dead presence face paint on, which is, mm-hmm. it seemed to always do for their big matches. We saw that with, yeah. uh, with their match with, with the uh, best friends, the, the street brawl, whatever that was. And that mm-hmm. was awesome. So we're starting to see when we, we see that face paint, it's, it's going to be a great match. And this was mm-hmm. awesome. This was a fantastic match uh, between these two teams, which we knew it was going to be. Uh, the uh, FTR ended up towards the end, hit a big rig uh, on uh, Ortiz, which was broken up by, by Santana. I thought when they hit that, I thought it was over with. Uh, Santana yeah. uh, broke it up from the top rope. A uh, cool moment, but just a few minutes later, uh, Cash was isolated, and he was dropped with a cutter from Santana, a lawn blower from Ortiz, a thrust kick from Santana. I mean, he was like a pinball getting bounced off both members of, of Proud and Powerful. 
And finally, they connected with a double-team move that put him away uh, for the one, two, three. And Santana and Ortiz picked up the big, huge victory over FTR. And this was a, a fire way to start the show. I absolutely oh, loved yeah, it. This so. was insane. Yep. Um, 100th episode of Dynamite as well, as they mentioned. Yes, um, yes. Forgot that. What an absolute amazing way to start it off. Um. Mm-hmm. I have been waiting for this rematch for so long. It feels like years, but it's not. But it feels so long. Um, <laughs> yeah. They did. They obviously mentioned that Cash has been cleared to obviously compete and all that type of stuff, um, mm. which is good. Um, so I'm happy that he got cleared. You know, like he wasn't just doing it. You know, for you know, yeah. I, I was worried <laughs> when he originally was like going, oh well, we don't know if like you know we'll come back full time, and then he was like, oh yeah, I'm resting. I was like. Uh, um, can you please tell? Uh, please tell me you're okay to wrestle, and then he like made yeah. it clear that he wasn't. It's like, thank goodness for that. Um, so yeah, I really love this. Um, I think like you could see like on Santana Ortiz's face how much this meant to him at the end. Like it was like mm-hmm. kind of like the progression through this tag team yes. now, um, through the mm-hmm. rankings and stuff, and. They've got one up on like one of the main adversaries in the company. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed this yeah. and it was gritty and it was, you know, it wasn't a nice mm. overly technical, pretty match. It was what it was meant to be, and it was a yep. hard fought match and loved it. Of course I was gonna yep. love it. It's Santana Ortiz <laughs> one. Yeah, and so many people have been waiting for that moment for for Santana yeah. Ortiz to really take that step forward, and I know we yeah. were both looking forward to that uh, something big for them at that New York show. So this feels like that step forward yeah. that we've all been waiting for. I mean, uh, on FDR like side, I think a lot of people are waiting for them to do something else too. They've had the tag belts. Yeah, I still think obviously there's big things for them in the future, and I think we oh, may 100%. revisit revisit this feud once Proud and Powerful have yeah. those belts. One hundred percent, and also I I, I like. It feels like, obviously, FTR only just like recently become into the pinnacle, and the pinnacle's like kind of still yeah. it's not shiny and new, but it's still kind of a new thing. Whereas the inner circle's been around for two years, and mm-hmm. Santana and Ortiz have been very much in that, and mm-hmm. they haven't done a lot of individual tag team wrestling because of that, which is a hundred percent fine. Mm-hmm. But this, I think this is them kind of like sidestepping the faction bit for a while just yeah. to prove that mm-hmm. we may be in a faction, you know, we, we may, you know, work as a team, but we're still yep. a tag team that is like, you know, mm-hmm. 100% on top of their game. And yep. I'm ever so slight yep. excited for what's next. <laughs> yeah, yep. Because then we heard from 2.0. Uh, and Daniel Garcia, they had oh words for Darby. Uh, they they believe they'll keep Darby from making it to All Out for his match with CM Punk uh, after Garcia's finished with him on Rampage. I thought maybe that was going to wait for Rampage. Uh, not so much. A uh, little bit of that happened uh, sooner than later. I just want to say so. about this um, thing at, with them at the back. I mean, look, They've attacked my boys. Okay, so yeah, I'm not like, you know, going to like go, oh my God, I'm such a huge fan. 
But you have legit <laughs> got to give these guys big props for the fact that mm-hmm. they've come into this company and for whatever reason, and they've done it brilliantly, they've just kind of gone whoop straight to the top. And now yep. somehow in this weird situation, and they managed to get involved with Eddie Kingston, John Moxley, Darby Allen, Sting, and now CM Punk. I know. <laughs> How has this happened? They legit must be going, are we in like a cheese dream or something? Because what is going yeah. on? This is amazing. And like, I know. I, 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 you know, I always say it's it's character, not like person, but mm-hmm. they they have mm-hmm. legitimately got to be pinched themselves right now. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. How how this has even transpired, and it yeah. also proves that AEW must like you know see something for them yeah. in the future because they wouldn't put them in this situation otherwise. But is yeah. Daniel Garcia signed, or is he still technically? Uh he. I don't know for sure. No. You would, he's he's got to be under some kind of deal because they're putting him in yeah. a lot of big spots. Yeah. I know he's also he's he's wrestling with uh, New Japan. He's on New Japan Strong, right. I believe, facing Jay White uh, okay. sometime Jeez. pretty soon. I remember seeing the graphic uh, right today. So that's I mean you know of course there ain't a lot of AEW guys to do that. They wrestle on Strong. So um, wow, but I, you got to think there's some kind of deal. And he's only 22 years old. He's 22. I, know, it's I mean, insane. It's, it's, yeah, and he's yeah, in this position. Great. Like, mm-hmm. he literally just feels be like a night going, seriously, what is my life? Like, <laughs> yeah, just coming to AEW with like these other guys. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm in the ring with like legends. It's, like, it's how? great. <laughs> so quick. Absolutely um, insane. It, and he was in the ring uh, here in just a few minutes. Um, yes. Uh, because next we heard from CM Punk uh, ahead of that the big match at All Out with Darby Allen. Uh, we're all waiting for that one, and and Punk showed a bit of reservation about his match with Darby, admitting he was like a little bit nervous. Um, yeah, but but he was suddenly you know before he could really get into it, he was attacked by 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, uh, and they beat CM Punk to the mat. Uh, then out came Sting and Darby. Who, who even the odds at the same time look it, it, like once 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 things got evened out so at the same time we got a scorpion death drop a coffin drop and a go to sleep <laughs> by all three guys <laughs> on on 2.0 and daniel garcia i can't remember who had who it doesn't really matter they all got that. dropped <laughs> yeah and and after the ring was cleared like i think sting grabbed the mic and somebody was still laying in the ring, and 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 CM Punk said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And like just threw him out of the ring, and then said, "Okay, this is your time to talk." So after the ring was cleared, Sting got the mic, and then and after putting both guys over, he put really put over uh, Darby Allen and CM Punk. He said that at all out, he was going to stay out of it, so he's going to stay out of the way, clear the lane. I think that was kind of yeah. the way he put it, because with Darby versus Punk at all out, it's going to be showtime. We're left at the end with with CM Punk face to face with Darby Allen. Um, if you weren't hyped for this match, I don't know why you wouldn't be. You should be now. If you've not been hyped for this match since Darby first dropped that tease, then yeah. are you a wrestling fan? Come on! <laughs> um, okay. Oh my god! Every time Court of Personality hits now, I get mm-hmm. like little flutters in my tummy. 
I'm just like, what's he going to do now? Um, yeah, so I was like, I want it's one of the things like when someone starts talking in the ring and then they get cut off, I'm always like, what were you going to say? He's like, I still want to know what Alan was going to say. <laughs> Months still, ago. still waiting for Arn to finish what he was saying. Like, I'm still waiting to find out who ta- attacked John Moxley ages yeah. ago. <laughs> Good point. Still wanted Good to point. know these still things. Still don't know. Um, still don't know. Um, so, and then obviously, um, two point nine Daniel Garcia came and attacked him. Mm-hmm. And obviously, my husband's like he's had a week off work because you know mm-hmm. he wanted to. And yeah. there you <laughs> so go. It's a good actually, reason to take a yeah, week off. <laughs> he was actually watching this bit with me, and when when Darby's music hit and they came out, he actually went. Well, they're not rushing, are they? It's <laughs> just like strolling down, yeah. just like yeah. taking. It looked like they were going for a walk around a shopping centre, and he was just right. like, "Wow, they're not, they're not hurrying up." I was like, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dar- that's a, that's a smart smart wrestler in Darby because you know, at yeah. first he was probably like, "Let's get out there and help," and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa I'm facing him this Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. let's let him get a few more yeah, licks in before it. I get down there." <laughs> it's just, I was just like. Thanks for pointing that out. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, Darby Allen is basically just staring the holes into CM Punk. And mm-hmm. I never, I never anticipated how much that stare down was going to, like, make me go, oh, yay, let's mm-hmm. go. I was like, because I knew it was happening. I've been hyped for it ever since. Giddy. But that face to face, I was just like, and then I started thinking back to like Daniel Garcia when his like his promo thing was saying that mm-hmm. he's going to make sure Darby Allen doesn't get there. And I was like, hang on a minute. Have you seen any of Darby Allen's stuff? The guy got a friend <sighs> downstairs and still went into a match with Miro. Like, yeah. I think, I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> like, he's going he's to make it. Um, <laughs> no, it's just, oh my goodness, man. Um, so yeah, yeah so I make. love this, and I don't, I can't, I can't think of any other nice words to say. I was so happy. <laughs> I was just, we did, just like, oh, we just really like this segment a lot. Yeah, thumbs uh, up, two, uh, two thumbs up, guys. Two, two thumbs, thumbs up. up from both of us. So four thumbs up. Four, yeah, four, yeah. Math, math is, mm. math so hard. Math is um, good. Yeah, four total. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then we got a video package highlighting the AEW world title match between Kenny Omega and Christian and All Out. Uh, getting us all ready for this rematch between these two. Uh, still, you know, faking us out because we both know Adam Page is still going to show up, right? Anybody? How my heart will go up. Anybody? <laughs> I'll never let go, Adam. <laughs> I'll never let go. All right. Uh, and then, <laughs> we from earlier in the day, we saw Tony Schiavone, his sit-down interview with Maxwell Jacob Friedman, ahead of his big match with Jericho, in which he could end Les Champions' AEW in-ring career. And in a scathing promo, MJF compared Jericho to Muhammad Ali, saying that, Jericho can't stay away from the spotlight, and, and he stayed in the spotlight too long. He says Jericho's an addict, addicted to the spotlight, and it will be poetic 
that it's that same yearning for the spotlight that brought him to the dance that will also be what causes his music to die. This may have been one of my favorite promos from MJF to this date. This was I so venomous as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I just, right, watching this, because I watched it this morning, so like, it's, you know, before yes, I went fresh. out, and um, I just remember Tony Schiavone just like, looking at him with hatred. And I was just mm-hmm. like, this is such a weird interview, because Tony Schiavone's I, not interviewing anybody here, and yeah. he's just choosing which camera to look at. And <laughs> exactly. And Tony that- just like, just like, oh, just just like, it, hating these guys and so didn't didn't it start <laughs> off with tony introducing him as like a piece of crap or something yeah. i forgot how it was and, yeah, tony was like right off the bat like, like yeah. mjf was like yeah thanks for that um, amazing introduction you're a real professional i was, just, <laughs> I was like oh my stomach was hurting from trying not to laugh because i was like Love i want to hear it. what he says but if i start laughing i'm not going to hear anything yeah um, yeah and then the like entire Venom was like putting over Chris Jericho, but then at the same time, just dragging him down again. I was, and then the camera switches he kept doing it was like watching tennis. I was just like, dunk, dunk, yeah. dunk, 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 dunk. He, he had it down pat too. He it did 100%. Uh, and then the end of it, where it's like, and it all out, your music dies. Mm. I was like, oh, that was a bit. That was a bit chilling. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, like, we're obviously going to do, like, the prediction and preview thing, but just a, a little, <laughs> little, um, you know, ah, a preview preview? Did you get a, a preview, preview, preview of the preview? I have uh-huh. no idea how this match is going. I don't even have a clue. Uh. I don't even want to speculate because I am generally like, I have We're gonna no have to idea. speculate. We're gonna have to speculate. That's the point of the and preview. I've, and I've got, I've got a day to think. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I thought can't I knew even. before I saw these promos. I thought I knew. I thought mm-hmm. I knew, and then I now I kind of think I know now, but I'm still not sure. Like I'm, I'm being swayed back and forth. Mm-hmm. So my well, mind's we'll arguing with we'll, itself we'll, right now. We'll, we'll discuss that in the preview, but at the moment, yeah, yeah. Eh, I. Eh, eh. Eh. <laughs> good answer yeah. <laughs> who's gonna win uh, okay. I told you it was just a little snippet I didn't say I was giving my answer away yeah, so, I know. Know. <laughs> uh, All right. that's my new that's my new <laughs> word for I don't know how to answer this uh, alright <laughs> you may hear it a lot on Q&A's <laughs> <laughs> alright uh then uh, we had the next match, which was Orange Cassidy versus Jack Evans. Uh, oh this, God. of course, stemming from the feud uh, between Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy, or best friends and Hardy Family Office, all that kind of intertwined. And Matt got involved right off the bat with this one because he attacked Orange Cassidy before the bell rang and got himself ejected from ringside. Uh, but the match ended later on, obviously later on, it didn't end right there. It ended later on after, after a pretty good match, solid match between Orange Cassidy and Jack Evans. Uh, I like to see more of Jack Evans because he is, he's really, yeah. really, really I've solid really in the ring. It's about TH2 in general. Yeah, really good. Uh, but it, it ended for us over here in America, not for you, but it ended during a commercial break, during picture in picture. 
because I do, I, I tend to have like, if my daughter's in the ring room with me, if picture pictures on, I, I pay a lot more attention to what's going on when she's kind of looking over there playing with stuff, look back up and I'm like, wait a minute, what did the match <laughs> end during picture picture? So, caught me off That's guard. Totally. So that's ever happened though, isn't it? It is. So good job guys. Cause from now on, like I'm going to ignore it's my like daughter during picture in picture TNT, <laughs> AEW. He's not going to pay attention. <laughs> Um, no. It's like just set like a precedent, though, because they've done they that have. before, haven't they? Where they're like, mm. they set like a precedent of, oh, this can happen, um, yeah. type thing. Like so, with, like with mm. time limit draws, you know, things yeah. like that, where you're like, okay, so we are going to do time limit draws. So but now also, it's kind of in the back of your mind sometimes, yeah. you know. But also, maybe this is a way that they can save time. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to I'm keep not, it going not, all the way. Through. I'm not gonna say that they're gonna be doing it every single week. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know, it is a kind of a time, like it's not even proper time saving, but there is, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. obviously a There's, way that they can yeah. do it. But I wouldn't say yeah. it's every week. But it was just an interesting thing because we've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. And and he picked up the win uh, by an, a roll up inside cradle. Uh, Orange Cassidy picked up the win. By the way, I'm not sure if I even said that or not. I guess you would have guessed it, but especially known it had you watched the show. But yeah, Orange Cassidy picked up the win with the roll up inside cradle for the one two three. So, um, but afterwards, uh, Matt Hardy came back out, attacked Orange Cassidy, and that brought out the best friends to apparently make the save. Until more of the HFO members, uh, I think it was just private party who ran out. No, they uh, all, they came all out. They, did they all come out? Okay, yeah. I just specifically private, remember private, private party. party so. And Helico came out, and the Blade came out. Okay, Blade came out too. Okay, uh, okay, cool. So all members of Hardy family office uh, yep. in attendance showed up, <laughs> and they all uh, they beat down the best friends until hey, it's Jungle Boy and Jurassic Express. And they made the real save, the real, real save. Jurassic Express saved the day. So there you go. Good boys. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. And we all like waving our arms when <laughs> it comes out. Um, so after that, Eddie Kingston had some words for Miro. And he wants Miro to take his hand and walk with him through hell. <laughs> because after he takes Miro's TNT title, he says, God's favorite champion can go meet his god in heaven then Miro responded saying the tnt champion only lays down for his wife in a hotel room (laughs) great line after a victory and says that redemption comes only after agony and Miro is going to give eddie kingston both of those uh great promos from from both guys honestly these are these are two of my favorite promo guys in AEW right now. Uh, and so I wouldn't good. have said that no, about Miro, you know, months ago. But all of a sudden, man, Miro, I just look forward to anything he says now. Yeah. He is shining right now. We all know Eddie Kingston. Just, he's Eddie Kingston. Give him a mic and take my money because, you know, he's just amazing. So, uh, then we got a hot video for the huge interpromotional matchup between AEW's John Moxley and New Japan's Kojima at All Out. Moxley said he's leaving with Kojima's scout. Dang, man. Moxley's getting like... Moxley's not getting much sleep. Yeah. 
like angry sleepy daddy moxley is like man he's getting he's getting dangerous i mean i, I know i mean i get it you know yeah. i've never like i mean i had a rough time not getting a ton of sleep when my daughter was first born and everything but i i don't think i ever told anybody i was gonna scalp them i may but have also, thought it i didn't the- say it <laughs> I read his Instagram the other day, um, not obviously yesterday, the day before. Um, she put into the video of their dog Blue, the bulldog Blue, and she was mm-hmm. like, um, me, the hubby, and the baby are going to Chicago. So Mark's just got his daughter with him. So he's probably <laughs> oh, not going to have a great oh, night. Oh, good anyway. night. Um, <laughs> or Kojima. Uh, so it's gonna be really not <laughs> top in general on Sunday. So uh, no, is it's a full family trip out? Uh, oh, oh boy! Oh, I can't uh, wait for that. Yeah. I feel so sorry for Kojima, but uh, I can't wait. I, I he's got oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> uh, next, Jim Ross was in the ring for his interview with Chris Jericho, uh, speaking to Jericho about what could be his last AEW match at All Out versus MJF. And Jericho thinks MJF is a piece of sh- and a button pusher and all these other things. But still, Jericho said he has to take this chance to beat MJF after those three losses to him, comparing this risk to the risk it was with the creation of AEW, which is true. Yeah. Uh, but if everything comes to an end this Sunday, he will thank everyone for being there with him on this journey, but he doesn't think Max has what it takes to, to beat him this Sunday. He finishes by saying, we'll see you at all out, you prick. Um, so, yeah. I mean, again, th- both promos were fantastic from MJF mm-hmm. and Jericho for, for just making you realize how important this match is and making me question who I think is going to win. Yeah. We just talked about that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And also, they keep saying interview, but no one interviewed either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, JR asked one question and, uh, and uh, Tony Schiavone made one insult and that was it. Really, right? <laughs> when it was, when it was a sit down interview with, with uh, JR, I was like, I'm expecting them to sit down and <laughs> to have an interview, like a back and forward thing, not just for Jericho to go in and go, all right, JR. Yep. And then just start talking. Thanks for the mic. Uh, it, was it just me? Well, it, I know it wasn't just me because somebody at work mentioned this to me today. The one guy at work that um, watches wrestling, uh, he asked me, he said, did it really look like JR was about to cry? Yeah. And it, it I don't and know Jericho he was introducing. As well, Jericho as well was really emotional when they zoomed in on his face. Yeah, yeah. He looked like he had just, welled up slightly. Yeah, it just I just it surprised me with JR's emotion. It just introduced him before Jericho before Jericho ever came out and for mm. some reason. He just he was getting really Which makes me emotional. a bit nervous. Mm-hmm. Maybe they know something we don't know. Well, Maybe obviously they know. they know something we don't know. <laughs> We're just two dummies talking about wrestling. They actually are there. So, I, I, do you <laughs> no. mean this is like already been sorted out? It's not. Uh, real? Yeah. Uh, no, my bad. No, that's not totally not what I meant. All right, <laughs> moving on. You can't find the Next, <laughs> <laughs> Next <laughs> we heard 
We heard words from Darby Allen with a beautiful black and white video package uh, highlighting this this thing between him and, and CM Punk. Uh, Darby thinks he should have been the last person on Punk's list instead of the first. Uh, but he knows he has to do the impossible. Beat CM Punk in Chicago or die trying. I legit know he uh, means that as well. <laughs> yeah, I know you're you're always worried about what Darby's, you know, him the the bumps he takes and how oh he sells, God. and you know the like, like you know, you really have to every match with him and Phoenix both, you know, Phoenix in the same yeah. thing. You really worry about their safety every match because mm. uh, sometimes you just feel like they don't care. You know, you know they care, but yeah. you know they just throw caution to the wind sometimes. Yeah, it just makes uh, you nervous. Accidents happen, and it really makes you nervous. Um, all right. Uh, next, we had Powerhouse Hobbs versus the Machine Brian Cage. Uh, this match coming about because of the continuous feud between Brian Cage and the entire um, Team Taz, the entirety of Team Taz, specifically the FTW uh, champion, Ricky Starks. Uh, Cage attacked Hobbs on his way to the ring to start this, so you knew it was going to be heated right off the bat, which you knew it was, <laughs> but you know, Cage just kind of got the got the party started early. The, it finished this way uh, with the ref distracted by Hook. You know, Hook's always, always getting involved, get his hooks in there. Uh, Ricky Starks came out and clocked Brian Cage with the FTW title. Cage was out on his feet, and Hobbs dropped him with the town business for the victory. So, with the assistance of just about every member of Team Taz, <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs picks up this win, but something tells me this feud is uh, far from over. Oh, yeah, this isn't over. No. Not at all. And for some reason, I feel like Hook's going to be like, it's not it's not oh. going to be used, but I feel like he may kind of Brian Cage may like use Hook as kind of like I don't know, like a thing, <laughs> like like a taunting thing. I've no idea. I just Yeah. I know I think Brian Cage is gonna kidnap kidnap yeah, Hook or something. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got you. Um, it's gonna, I just got the image of taking in my head things, now of Taz going to gonna... a special set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, um, I also yeah. love the fact that when Ricky starts hit Brian Cage, he then sort of like hit behind the ring, but just so his eyes were peering like that makes him invisible, like what a kid yeah. would do. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like laughing, and then for some reason just undid his shirt. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Okay, why not? Why not? <laughs> Seemed like the thing to do at the time. I just, I, I love Teen Taz so much because it just, it's not consistent and it's just like, it's mm. an absolute mess, but in the best way possible. Because oh, yeah. Ricky Starks is just, just no one like him else in that team. It's just really random and it just works. Oh, my yep. goodness. It, and still, this has been going on for so long, but it still yeah. doesn't feels stale to me it's still entertaining no. all the time and a lot of it has to do with with just how to me entertaining hook is without ever saying anything and how charismatic ricky starks is with everything he does and then you got yeah you know, just the 
the big meaty guys with powerhouse Hobbs and Brian Cage in the mix too, and everything. So it's just it's always and Taz on commentary, just the whole package. Really, <laughs> it works for me. Yeah. So good. And on a side note, I'm going to point out uh, Willie. Uh, Willie, I'm sorry. Willie. I didn't mean to call you Willie. I didn't mean to call you Willie. Sorry, you're oh, humongous. You'll, you'll kill me. Uh, yeah, powerhouse Will Hobbs. His attire, his tights, looked like they were a a tip of the cap to Booker T in the Harlem Heat days back in WCW. Mm. Uh, him and, and Stevie Ray, they had. I'll send you some pictures if, if folks out there, if you if you don't remember or never watched WCW back in the day, Harlem Heat had the flames coming up the the tights, man, and that's, that's exactly what it reminded me of. It had that that Booker T, Stevie Ray, Harlem Heat look. So looks it looked great. I loved it. Loved the tights, man. Please don't kill me. Then, yeah. <laughs> then, then we heard from Malachi Black, who addressed the ending of last week's Dynamite, specifically so Big Shotty. Yeah, specifically Big Shotty Lee Johnson, saying he didn't leave because Johnson showed up. He left because he himself dictates when he fights. Going on to say he showed mercy to Cody Rhodes and Brock Anderson in the way he finished them off. But Johnson will not be so lucky because he's going to make him suffer. I just love how he thought that was the nice way to tend somebody to, like, yeah, that was end the match. <laughs> it's just, he's so awesome. Um, the line that he used as well with the coins on the eye, it's like, Oh, I like look. I this sounds really weird, but like one of my favorite Disney villains is Hades mm-hmm. because I don't think he's a villain. I think he's just <laughs> in a really bad circumstance, and he's <laughs> making do with what he's got. Are you I making excuses for Disney villains? I don't think he's a villain. <laughs> he's hilarious. He's sarcastic. Well, yeah, yeah. True. I think okay. the circumstance just makes him hate Zeus and all that lot because they put mm-hmm. him down there and he doesn't like it. It's like, yeah. duh. I got you. So, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So when he, so when Malachi mentioned Hades, it's like, oh, I like Hades. Keep talking. <laughs> and, um, Keep, going. Keep going. So he was like saying that um, he put the coins on Lee Johnson's eyes to pay the um, boatman's toll when he sends him down to Hades. And then the gift that I use of Hades from Disney, which I think most of you know is just mm-hmm. his like, little laugh thing. That just yeah. came into my head, and I just was like... that I had this entire like vision of this entire situation, and I have no idea why. <laughs> um, but I was just like... It just made me happy, because little things like that, I was like... <laughs> me and Malachi know what's up. Hades. <laughs> Sarah to Malika, you had me at Hades. You had me at Hades. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> Next, uh, QT Marshall was in the ring with the factory saying he wanted Paul White in the ring with him now, which sounds insane. Uh, he said, man to man, heavyweight to heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's like the coolest thank you he's ever said. Um, and then pushed everybody uh, forwards. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Of course, though, Paul Paul comes out and he's attacked by every member of the factory, uh, but he ends up fighting them all off. Uh, QT gets out of the ring quickly. Uh, then once everybody's cleared out, uh, out comes the gun club to stand with Paul White against the factory. And I'm thinking, okay, they're setting up like a rampage eight man yeah. tag team match or something like that. Yeah. But no, this as Paul White. Man is staring at QT on the ramp. Billy Gunn hits Paul White in the hip with a steel chair. I'm like, what? They're just talking about the surgically repaired hip and all that jazz when they were showing Paul White's butt on the screen a few (laughs) weeks ago. Then he took the chair and and took his head off with it. Maybe his hand slipped. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Paul ought to buy that one. <laughs> so, and, and QT genuinely looked shocked. I mean, uh-huh. his his face was like, Whoa, like we were. Even as the gun club were leaving, like they're walking past QT, QT still looked shocked. But then like, QT snapped out of it all of a sudden, and he, him and the factory, they climbed back in the ring, and it took every member of the factory to hold Paul White up uh, so that QT could hit a diamond cutter. And that's that's how that ended. Uh, so QT gets a shot in on Paul White ahead of their match it all out. But wow, like Billy Gunn in the Gun Club. I, I right, What's this, up? right. I wasn't like a huge like fan of this to begin with. This just like just generally got really like one. Who are the other people in the factory? I've never seen them before in my life. Um, <laughs> who are these uh, new people? Yeah, there was. <laughs> There was definitely a, another. I didn't. I really wasn't There's paying attention. People. I noticed. I noticed Camarado and Solo, but I really yep. didn't pay attention to the other guys. The other guys I've never seen he, before. I think they one might of them was getting be... choke slammed, and I was like, "Who's that? Who's yeah, that?" Yeah, exactly. But I also love that Aaron Solo still hasn't learned. He went to the top rope. Uh, yeah. to, I was just like, seriously, I'm just. Not been yeah. paying attention recently. Just, just climb down and walk away. Climb. Walk away, <laughs> walk dude. Away. Seriously, he got um, swatted like a fly. <laughs> literally got swatted out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the gun club. I was like, because Austin and Colton sometimes do mm-hmm. um AW um Instagram stories, like kind of like going around during the match Mm -hmm. and like after the matches and stuff like this they mainly did that when they were obviously residents of jacksonville um i've not really seen it done since but Mm -hmm. they kind of like try and get like you know like quick like little kayfabe interviews and stuff like that so they can't do that anymore um for one and two what's billy's problem (laughs) is is there a reason that he doesn't like all white all of a sudden because Because what I don't understand is the gun club are part of the Nightmare family. Mm-hmm. So I know what it is. I figured it out. Go on. I figured it out. Go on. Malachi Black threatened to kill everybody in the Nightmare family, right? Mm-hmm. They're trying to get out of the Nightmare family. They're like, hey, if we attack Paul White, we get kicked out and we could just join the factory. 
And if we join the factory, <laughs> we're not in the nightmare family anymore. And if we're not in the nightmare family, Malachi Black leaves us alone. Malachi is not from the right family. <laughs> we're not like Lee Johnson. No, we're leaving. <laughs> That's it. Mystery solved. Possibly. Possibly. You might be 100% right. Um, possibly. <laughs> Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah um, I just thought this was like bizarre. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't know. I still don't understand how this is on a pay per view. Um, yeah. Hey, but, what do I know? But <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a little more interesting now. It, my excitement level went from a five to a six now with this. So, Mine went from a I'm four a, to a 4.5. Okay. Hey, it, but it improved. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, so then Tony Schiavone was in the oh back for God. a major Tony free Schiavone, agent man. announcement from AEW women's champion Britt Baker. A can major I just ask a question. How you many can. people yes. do you think watching this when she said major announcement of free agent? How many people out of the mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of people that watch, how many mm-hmm. people went, Oh my god, it's Adam Cole? you know it it it, you it i mean logically i i hope there weren't really that many people that thought she's gonna say adam cole but i know that everybody out there thought that's what she's alluding to it's not what she's gonna say but she's messing with us because she did she's trolling us she did an instagram post the day before i think like on the tuesday or on the wednesday or something of him in her the dentist dentist office. chair. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and he was like, fresh and clean. Just yeah. like, yeah, and then yeah. this, and I was just like, but, is he just got his no. teeth done for no. <laughs> But obviously uh, it wasn't that. Um... No, it was not Adam Cole, just in case anybody out there didn't watch the show and was thinking, was it? Was it? No, it was not. Um, still maybe a, in the future at some point, but not here. Uh, the free agent was her. It was Britt Baker. <laughs> Apparently, she was momentarily a free agent somehow. Uh, but Tony Khan re-signed her to a long-term deal. Good thing, <laughs> because she's the women's champion. So it's uh, be terrible to lose her with that title. Well, and a pa- yeah, <laughs> and part of that deal was that Chris Statlander must face Reba Rebel. And Jamie Hayter in a handicap match on Rampage of ha- uh, ahead of Statlander's title match with Britt Baker at All Out. So, good job, Baker, for getting that worked into your contract. Mm. Uh, and you also Hayter have gotten, still... like, sign my boyfriend into your contract, too. That'd be cool. <laughs> and also, like, Jamie Hayter still doesn't do the DMD thing. Yep, still. Did you still also notice that when Britt Baker said, and um, Jamie Hayter's going to be in the um, women's battle royal yes. and if she mm-hmm. wins she's not going to challenge me because like she's aligned with me and her face just stayed stone cold like mm-hmm. yeah. there was no like expression or anything no and laugh no like, smile ah. no, it's like hmm. and you just see you just see rebel next like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like animated those things are great too because it puts that question in your mind. Like, especially if she's one of the last, yeah, you know, few left. It's like you know what? 
I kind of want to see Hater win this thing just to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you're going to have a lot of other people that you would like to see win it also. But mm-hmm. that's one of those, you know, little things in the back of your mind when you're watching that match. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and speaking of the women, next we oh, had Penel- Penelope Ford with the bunny by her side versus Ty Conti. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Conti wasn't all smiles no. coming out. Uh, she wasn't all smiley smiley. Uh, she was, she was all business. Yes. I, I really like this match. Brilliant. I enjoy the work from both of them, uh, especially Ty Conti, man. I love I love watching her strikes. She is brutal mm-hmm. with those. Uh, in the end, the bunny was trying to distract Conti at the ropes. And Penelope tried to attack from behind, but Conti dodged. And caused Penelope and the bunny to collide, then rolled up Penelope for the win. Post match is where oh. the magic happened, though. Uh, the bunny and Penelope Ford were attacking Conti after the match. Suddenly, some familiar music hit, and out came Anna J. Oh, thank making God her back. return. And saving her friend in the ring. And we found out she will be in the Battle Royale at All Out. So, she has to be one of the favorites to win it at this point. Oh, my God. When she came out, I was just like, she has returned. It was like the moment in Lion King where Rafiki goes, the king has returned. It's like, (laughs) he has returned. Uh And she looked mad and... That mm-hmm. means now she can get the Dark Order's ass as well and get them sorted. Yeah, yeah uh, that's what I'm. I'm almost more excited about is like <laughs> next Dynamite or next maybe BT. even Rampage to, <laughs> to see something though to see you know that that see if she can be that glue you know that that keeps them together because there are definitely go, some fractures. The girl, the girl. <laughs> oh, poor <laughs> Stu. I didn't think about him. I know. All right. Then we got even more women's stuff. I'm, I'm this digging this. Is so we, good. Yes, yes, this is great. Um, we had Alex Marvez. Uh, he was in the back with Thunder Rosa. He was going to try to talk to her about the Casino Battle Royale when Nyla Rose and Jay Cargill walked up, uh, looking all intimidating and stuff. So Rosa takes off her earrings and it's like, you know, oh well, yeah. This is how it's going to be. So she just goes after him. Uh, But in the end, Rosa is left laying out, and it looks like Nyla and Jade may be aligning for the Battle Royale because, yeah, they took Thunder Rosa out together. And then Mm -hmm. Smart Mark Sterling and uh, uh, Vicky Guerrero, Guerrero, yes, they seem to see eye to eye on the fact that their their clients need to work together in the Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. So you have another. Another formation of an alliance to a degree. So, even more stuff for the women. I'm really, yeah, digging this. My only concern at the moment is, is they seem to be doing this, in my view, probably a little bit late. Yeah, um, that is a a valid criticism. Yeah, Um, valid criticism. Oh, right, we now need to, like, hurry up, like, mm. and my Mm -hmm. only other concern is, once this battle royale is over, does this mean it's all going to fizzle away again? Because um, then there's going to be a serious issue. Yeah, I'm hoping not. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that the same issues that are 
alliances and or issues that that have bubbled up going into the battle royale will mm. also stem out of it. So we'll have mm-hmm. some more feuds and beefs between uh, the ladies for matches to have so much more meaning on Rampage mm-hmm. and Dynamite coming out of this. I'm hoping they they roll with it and maintain that. Yes, yeah. it re- it remains also, to be seen. There's also, potential. Also, isn't, isn't the women's roster now actually all there? As in, no one's injured now. Yeah, I don't think there's the anybody. First time uh-huh. in like. It's, it's... A while that every uh-huh. single woman can participate in stuff, and and there are several in that battle royale that you could legitimately see winning it. You know, whether it's Thunder Rosa mm. and a Jay, you know, we mentioned the possibility of Jamie Hader. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh well, Serena Deeb is injured now. She's oh yes, now Serena we're talking Deeb about injuries, injured, yeah, because she's one yeah. I would think would be a favorite to win it if she was in it. Um, but obviously she's not. Yeah, but yeah, other than her though, I think. That may be uh, maybe it. So we're pretty close mm-hmm. to hundred percent. So yeah, uh, we're we're to definitely to the no excuses area. Yeah, we're, the we're women's well division at now. that point now. Yeah, and I mean it's and been hundred episodes of dynamite. <laughs> yeah, especially with the potential of uh, some new members coming in too. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be very deep in uh, uh, that division. You know, yeah. a lot of a lot of depth, depth there. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so now we're Ooh. on to the main event. This what was a Jurassic. Lucy. Yes. Great, great, great way to end the show. 100%. Um, Jurassic Express and the Lucha Brothers versus the Elite, uh, the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers. And I mean, this, you put these eight guys in a match uh, to end the show, and it is just all out. I mean, well, not all out. All out is this weekend, but they they literally went all out. Though I mean, it, everything Phoenix does. Again, we talk about this every time. He just wows you with everything he does. The young bucks are so crisp in everything they do. Yeah. Uh, you throw in Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, how talented they are in the ring, and then the Good Brothers are the Good Brothers. But um, in the end, and this is a scenario too. You also had the the cage above the ring. And it's a unique scenario that you can mm-hmm. have this because the pay-per-view is going to be in the same arena in a few days. So yeah. anyways, it worked per- worked perfectly for this match. Uh, the young bucks ended up getting the win for the, for the elite when they uh, hit the Meltzer driver on Phoenix to end it. Uh, but afterwards, Omega comes down and begins giving out commands to, to take out everybody. You know, he's, he's barking out commands to the members of the elite and the good brothers put Luchasaurus through a table and then Omega goes after Jungle Boy, and that draws out Christian Cage from the back. But the numbers are too much. He's quickly taken down. Then Kenny reveals that Don Callis has gotten the keys to, to lower the steel cage. I didn't realize there were keys to a steel cage to lower it, but he, he got them. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. The cage was lowered, trapping the Lucha Brothers and Christian inside with the entire Super Elite. Like, the whole group is in there. Uh, the Bucks handcuffed Penta and Phoenix to opposite turnbuckles. And Nick, man, he just kept like super kicking them <laughs> back and forth. I was like, good Lord, stop. They're dead. Quit. Uh, this whole time, there's members of the roster that are trying to climb into the cage. And they keep getting knocked down either by kendo sticks or <laughs> but mostly by Brendan Cutler and that cool spray is 
Almost like bug repellent. How much space is in that? Can. I know. It goes on uh, forever. They could sell that <laughs> stuff, man. If I if it's a never ending can of cool spray. Yeah. Um. So, but and uh, eventually their attention, everybody's attention is drawn to Christian uh, by Omega, and the three of them, Omega, Nick, and Matt, then execute a BTE trigger on Christian dropping him to the mat. The show ends with Kenny still talking smack with Mike in hand as he's holding the AEW world title in front of Christian, just a chaotic scene in the ring as the show goes off the air. Uh, but what a way to get you hyped for that. Oh, yeah. uh, one for the, for the, for the world title match and two for that cage match between the young bucks and the Lucha brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, seriously, like, some of the stuff that Ray Phoenix and Jungle Book, like we were excited for this last week of the possibility mm-hmm. of what they could do, like kind of like in tandem with yeah. each other. And they did not disappoint. Like some of no. the stuff these guys do, it just blows my mind. Even if I've seen it before, it still blows my mind. It's ridiculous. Um, but like <laughs> Kelly's gone black hair. So maybe he's mm-hmm. entered an email phase now. Hopefully it's longer <laughs> than Cody's. Um, <laughs> so, so he's like, get the keys done. Like, Tony Khan, you should have like, looked after your property and stuff. I was just yeah. like, I was like, I, seriously, I, how good is Kenny Omega at like, being this complete yeah, and not uh, a-hole? Like, mm-hmm. he, it's generally scary how good he is. Um He's not along the lines of MJF in the fact that he doesn't really do it with kind of it's it's a whole venom. different kind of character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like he's there with like kind of sadistic humor. Where MJF mm-hmm. is kind of like to the point. Like there is no kind of like sugary coating around it. With Kenny, it's kind of a bit more poison with like sugar on top. Um, yeah, and I like that because you look at the the main villains right now that are on in AEW, mm. uh, how different they are. MJF, Kenny Omega, Miro. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all, and then even Britt Baker to a degree being the mm-hmm. you know heelish women's champion. They're yeah. all different in so many ways. Nobody's not one is like the other. Yeah, all, exactly, really. exactly. So, and yeah. um, I just the fact that it was just like it's just constantly going hey, get Christian now, get Christian now. <laughs> it's just like a child with like all these like toy soldiers and stuff. And <laughs> He's I just, just excited. He's just so excited. He's like, Christmas. And like, Nat, hold this. Nat, give me that. Nat, <laughs> Nat give me that. It's just back. And kids, I was just like, holding the microphone, not holding the microphone, holding the microphone, not holding the microphone. <laughs> and it just generally made me laugh. And at the cause... Fight TV cut off really suddenly when I was watching it. So I put a tweet mm. out going, can anybody show me what happened afterwards? And I got mm. quite a few bits of footage from people that were at the show. And uh-huh. Tony Khan's come out and like started having an Omega. <laughs> and Omega's like going, Tony, you shouldn't just leave your stuff lying around. Look in the lost and phones. I mean... Why do you not know where your keys are? Tony, Tony! <laughs> and Tony's like shouting at him, but having to like be like kind of like coaxed back to the back. And then Kenny Omega's like posing Christian's lifeless body with pictures with the tie on. It's just like, 
Whoa, that got dark quick, dude. <laughs> you see, we, we never saw uh, Tony on on TNT. Well, at we all didn't either. either. Before that, we didn't either. But so, it's on my it's on my pro, it's, it's on my timeline. So if you want to, I see heard it, about it. I have to go look at it. Yeah, yeah, I heard he came out after the show. So um, that's interesting. <laughs> I just imagine like Tony guy going, "I am losing control." <laughs> <laughs> He's just taking over everything. I can't wait for him to lose the belt. Uh, well, yeah, he may to Adam Page at All Out. It's not. Dang it. Something's got to happen between now and then. What? That's Three it. Days. Christian, Christian can't make it now. Right. You said over Christian's quote unquote lifeless body. What if he, just you been, know, like hit like continuously? What if, what if he can't make it? I know he's not dead, but what if he can't make it? Yeah, that's. I'm not rooting for anything to happen to Christian. <laughs> I'm just. All I'm saying is, I would like to win this bet. <laughs> all I'm asking. It's all I'm asking. My little pony, my little pony. <laughs> all right, so really excited for all out. We're also excited <laughs> for this rampage coming up Friday. So here's the lineup for for Rampage. Uh, one, we are going to hear from CM Punk live again, uh, which is great. <laughs> My understanding is that I think I heard that he's going to be on commentary for the uh, the main event. Oh, that main gosh. event is going to be Darby Allen versus Daniel Garcia. Oh, so, oh, so I think that's what I heard. So yeah, keep an eye on that. Uh, we're also going to hear from Miro. He's going to talk some more smack about Eddie Kingston, and I'm all for that. Malachi Black versus Lee Johnson. It could be Lee Johnson's final match in AEW. I know we're talking about Chris Jericho's final match. This could be a retirement match for Lee Johnson. <laughs> Just uh, because, appar- because apparently Malachi Black has gone easy on Cody Rhodes and Brock Anderson. So and he's made it to Hades. So putting that out there. Yeah. Uh, he's making deals with Disney villains. So look out, Lee Johnson. And we also have Chris Statlander in a handicap match versus Jamie Hayter and Reba Rebel. And on Dynamite next week, it is going to be John Moxley's homecoming in yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing that's advertised, but that's all you need to know. You know, Moxley's going to be <laughs> yeah heavily involved with this this episode. So. Uh, that is that's that's awesome. It should looking forward to that one. Uh, some notes with the uh, all out pay per view. Also, I heard that the the women's battle royale is being mm-hmm. moved to the main card. I know yep. we talked about that. It was a talking point of why that was the um, in the buy in. It's no longer part of the buy in. The buy in match will now be Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler Utah, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy. Versus Matt Hardy, Private Party, and TH2. Mm. Also, Pack versus Andrade will not happen at All Out. Nope. If you haven't heard, that match is off the table. Apparently, travel issues with Pack. I know we've we've had that happen a few times. That's all we've heard is just uh, travel issues. So, um, but uh, there was a tweet earlier. Uh, and it was Andrade put the, the, the tweet out there. It wasn't somebody else. It was him. And it said Andrade versus question mark. Hashtag AEW all out. So mm. unofficially, it could be, you know, Andrade versus 
a mystery opponent. I, I don't know that I've seen mm-hmm. that actually put out by AEW, but that's what no. it looks like. It looks like we may still be getting an Andrade match. We just don't know who it's against. So because, keep like, an eye on that one, too. A lot of people are busy. <laughs> they are. They um, would be interested to see who he faces. Would it be somebody mm-hmm. debuting? Would it be somebody, uh, you know, already on the AEW roster? Would it be somebody um, from another company? Triple uh, A. Yeah, impact. Oh. New Japan. I don't know. That's just it's, uh, the question mark is literally that. We have no idea. So yep. we all get to speculate on that. And I'm sure we'll talk about that more on the uh, All Out Prediction Show, which is coming up this Saturday. So yeah. uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, also, keep an eye out for all of our content that comes out each week our Dynamite reviews, uh, Rampage reviews, QAs, topic discussions, interviews. And as I just mentioned, previews and reviews of pay-per-views. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you podcast at. Uh, follow us there. Pretty, pretty please. Please. So, are you excited for All Out, sir? I'm so excited. Like, uh, I just, it's so much is going to be happening as well next week yes. after All Out. It's just like, like, like seriously, mm. next week is mega busy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> There's it so is. much going on. <laughs> there are fun times ahead. Like, we're just, I feel like we're hitting a crest in this wave and it's all going to come just crashing with surprises, I, great yeah. matches, uh, you know, debuts, a lot of speculation about that. So I can't believe how like like how hot AEW is right now with like what is going on. It's oh, like super hot. It, it's it's nearly three years and nothing's got gotten old. Nothing. No. It's insane. No. Absolutely insane. I'm ready. I'm ready. So ready. Sunday. A lot of Monday big things could be happening. Yeah, Monday for you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we look oh, forward to previewing it. Uh, so, again, I know I've mentioned it several times, but keeping out for our prediction show coming out this Saturday. It should be and interesting. And there will be no Q&A this week. Yes. Thank you for mentioning that. No Q&A this and no week. Topic. Yeah, because <laughs> yep, we will be a little bit busy with, with we'll pay-per-view stuff. So. Yep. All right. So, so thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you for wasting your time with us. You could have wasted your time doing anything <laughs> Productive. Other than listen to us, <laughs> but you wasted your time listening to us. So we really appreciate that. We want you to waste your time that's wasteable with us. Yes. That's I think good. So, yes. Uh, yeah. That's, is that right? Okay. That sounds good. All right. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Oh, 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 we're waving our hands. Yeah, that sounded horrible. You do it. Nope. <laughs>